0: Oh, we can talk about this. Well, there's
1: a reason I want to play this and talk about this.
0: Snap. From the look on your face, I can tell. It's fucking gross, Now, here's the thing,
1: though. I understand that we always start with the song, like, for a reason that's, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. I get that there's nothing unique about that song, and it's completely a standard song that is in no way interesting. Mm. Compared to what's big right now. But, you know who that is? I... I don't know. Breathe Carolina, who, if you don't remember, was like a warp tour band a few years yeah, ago. Yeah,
0: what the fuck?
1: Now, not that that band was ever good. They had that one really
0: popular now, song that was out, that did. was like an alt rock like.
1: Right. So my point being that now even the warp tour band genre has turned into EDM music, and that is why that song fascinated me so much. Yeah. Uh, every Tuesday what I do is I go through Spotify I don't know if you do this on my phone Do you have it on your phone or just mm. on your on your computer? Yeah, I have it every, like on every And I thing. go to the new releases on Tuesday It's almost like, you know, back in the day You and I would go to Best Buy every Tuesday And mm. look at new albums and yeah. It's just a digital way now to do it But it, I always look through new releases And I listen to them all the time Because it's interesting to me And I was like, oh, Breathe Carolina's new album It's is probably bad Yeah. so I put it on, heard that And it was actually on the way here And I didn't have a song picked out yet And I was like, what the what? fuck is this? And the song is called "Bang It Out," and it's oh just my straight up about, god Ugh. and it's about banging. So, you know, I uh, there. Uh, so there's that. The, the, well, again. I
0: just got back from North Carolina for my friend's wedding. Oh, serious so uh, question before you finish, this. yeah.
1: Did you get to take a chance to take your shirt off, twist around your head, spin out like a helicopter? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Every chance I got, I took. You know, okay, yeah. what would
1: you have done if you got there, and all of a sudden you heard like from the hot tub? You guys had a hot tub. You were saying mm-hmm. right? I saw Jerry post a picture. Yeah. If you were on, who I? Oh god, Did be the he greatest power, motherfucker. <laughs> I, tell, I mean, if he had been the guy, like, what if he,
0: what if he like got when he got out of jail like a couple weeks ago or whatever? Instead of like saying you know he was gonna go back to rapping and stuff. He actually did just go into, like, the mountains North Carolina and buy a farm and then had a cabin there that was, he was renting out for us to stay. I picture stayed.
1: that that's more feasible than a lot of things he actually might be doing.
0: He's supposedly making a new album, and I, my oh, I, question is, who the fuck gives a shit? Like, nobody would ever care about that.
1: The same amount of people that are excited that Mike Jones is making
0: a new album. Yeah, but Mike Jones, it makes sense because he was, like... More of a producer than a rapper, you know what I mean? And like, he gave his
1: phone number out in the song. That was his thing. Really, yeah. That was his gimmick. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about gimmicks real quick before we actually even start the show. Well, I
0: was going to say that uh, when I was down there, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I was outside of Asheville, and that weekend was... Asheville's a weird Everybody town. Everybody keeps saying this. They keep pronouncing it. They I got corrected that it's Mogfest, but it's Moogfest. Like it was the EDM festival was down there. I was there. called Moogfest. Yeah, I, th- I, it's spelled Moog. That's it's named
1: after the guy who invented I mean, the keyboard, M O O G right? is not Mog. I don't no. care how you look at it. Two O's doesn't make Ah. No. So ever. Anyway, I thought it was named after the keyboard,
0: <clears throat> the Moog keyboard. That's the whole point of like right. the thing.
1: I guess I would have seen the same thing. I don't know. But well,
0: everybody kept they corrected me. Well, anyway, they're racist. Yeah, that's what I think. Exactly. Um, so they, we we were down there for that. And I started realizing that like much the same way as like punk punk is like how there's like these levels of bands that are like 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 you're just like, Well this band's fucking terrible. Like they're only popular because they just like that Breathe Carolina shit. Like they're right. just popular because they're doing whatever's popular at the time. Yeah. Like absolutely. they're just trying to move around and do things. But then there's like uh, it's weird because there's, like, people who are, like, super well-respected within the thing because they have integrity and all this stuff. Right. And it's the same way in, like, EDM stuff. Like, there's, like, these bigger bands and, like, people were down there, like, making fun of them and everything. And then right. there were, like, the smaller, like, you know, more well-respected producers like and stuff. Tiesto? I have no idea if yep. Tiesto was there. Maybe. He probably was, <laughs> probably. actually. But there's, like, all this shit. And I was just like, I was like, man, music's the same Every fucking genre is the it exact is. same it absolutely thing. Is. It absolutely is. But I, I thought it was interesting, at least, especially because, like, Asheville, I like that place a lot. I think it's a really cool city. But they, like, it's weird how much they embrace shit like that. Like, you'd think that a festival like that, especially because, you know, electronic music and shit is associated with a lot of drug use. It's associated with, you know, people who don't have much money, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. You'd think that a thing like that, they would be like, okay, well, you can have this park for this many hours, and it's not a whole weekend thing. There, it's a it's in the middle of downtown. They like actually hang up signs like like real like like those signs you would hang up for like when you have a giant convention at the convention center, like up on the light light posts and shit, like lining the town, like about that thing. It was really fucking crazy, but it's cool Asheville that they do that. And, I like like Durham
1: and all those places are beautiful, but they're full of some weirdos. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't get me but, wrong. But it's a beautiful part of the country. We I, played a show in Asheville. Yeah. And actually, the promoter took us to a barbecue joint there, and it was really good. But we were sitting at the table. Um, I don't know if this story's true. I assume it's not. But he started telling us about how the night before that, he went to a party with Kesha that Kesha was at, which... There's so many different reasons why it already doesn't make any sense. But then he started, like, dancing like this, like, shaking his head. And he was like, I was, like, grinding on her. And she was, like, all drunk. And it was crazy, like, going on. And I was sitting in my mind the whole time. I was like, you didn't fucking do any of that. No, no, none of that happened. I was catching Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah.
0: I mean, unless she was, like, playing a show. but even then Yeah, no.
1: And why was that guy at a party with her? And why was he grinding on her? And, like, he was almost doing the head shake thing, like, Night at the Roxbury style, unironically. I, I he's don't listening know. right now, and he's like, I've never booked that band. Yeah, he, he, he probably Mother thinks works. So. He's but racist, though. No. He's most likely racist. Yeah, that's why I'm assuming. Exactly. So. I just assume that about everybody. This is the new thing that people haven't realized, that Justin and I have just decided that everyone we don't like on this podcast or disagrees with us is a racist. Yeah,
0: they're just racist scumbag. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. Yeah, well, but yeah. it was... It was cool, you know, here's the thing though is like i I think it's a cool thing, whatever, if that's what you're into, it's probably great to go to, yeah, and a couple of people I know were at it. I didn't see them the entire weekend, but you know, I don't care. Dude,
1: they were blazed,
0: yeah, well, probably, but um, <laughs> but the people I did see over the weekend down in Asheville were people who I assume. Are probably all sexual predators. Like I always feel yeah, that way about right. like most of the guys that like most of the guys that are probably at an EDM festival are gonna be probably like kind of yeah a little bit yeah and they all
1: I don't know like they all just seem like well here's the thing I, I'm gonna put it this way if people might get offended by this I don't really give a damn I don't. I don't think music is gendered by any means, and I don't think dancing is either, but you can call this, like, genderizing. I don't think it is, but more than likely, girls are a lot more likely to just want to go with their friends and, like, dance at an EDM show.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine. I don't so, think um, that that's a
1: sexist comment, because no. I think it's pretty much a fact. Yeah. Because there are guys who like to dance, and that's fine, and <laughs> dancing's probably fun. I'm fat, so I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how many guys do you know that will get in a car with their friends, go to, like, an EDM festival and dance for fun?
0: Yeah. There's only one person I know that would do that, and that's what he was doing down there this weekend. And that's my point. Yeah.
1: Now, girls just more likely often than not like to get together and go to, like, parties and, like, dance. And that's fine. So if for some reason that offends someone, I think you're a fuck because I don't understand why it would offend you. Yeah. But you know how people are. They're so sensitive nowadays. Like, well, guys and girls yeah. are equal, really cool and they if do everything you, the same. Yeah, if you don't cover all your bases, <laughs> right. someone's going to get upset
0: with you because they're racist. Right, um. exactly. Now, <laughs> but my point is
1: is that if you go because you really like that music, that's totally fine. Have fun and mm-hmm. enjoy it. But if you're just, like, a guy by yourself at an EDM festival watching around watching girls dance. Yeah,
0: and carrying, like, a, a small like, baggie like of a ecstasy. a flask or, like, your, yeah. some
1: drugs, like... No, yeah, that's creepy, and that's and that's all that, stupid, like, and like, that's the way
0: that you make friends with them is like walk up and be like, "Want some? Uh, you know, like, right? Exactly. You want, want to I hit in this flask? Yeah. Like, like,
1: if the first approach that you ever take when talking to a female is to do something to get them intoxicated or fucked up, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because that's not even, a good good start. Okay, if you, if the people who are
0: listening that are over the age of twenty one and have watched movies where somebody walks up and says something like, "Can I buy you a drink? or Whatever. Don't do that in real life. No. Movies are movies no, for a reason. No. In real life, you're a fucking weirdo if you you're walk up, up and, like, hey,
1: can I go ahead and get something that's going to get you inebriated? Yeah. Because you know what? I want to fuck you. Because, Maybe, no, like. That's the first thing Justin ever said to me. Well,
0: yeah. And it's mostly what I say to you every time I see you.
1: You know, come to think of it, every time I start this podcast, you try to offer me a really strong drink. Yeah. And it smells weird. Yeah.
0: It's mostly. It's mostly because it's just cough syrup and whiskey.
1: That would just knock me out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. How do you think I'm going to get these movies made? We're not getting made? into
1: this movie thing, okay? Justin, let me tell you something creepy about Justin. It's not uh, creepy. Justin, it's a business. No, Justin and I have been friends for how long? Uh, I, I legit, not 15 I don't even know, years. 15 years. That's insane. That's longer than i most that's longer than I want to be friends that's with almost anyone. That's
0: longer than my child's been alive. Fifteen years longer than
1: <laughs> I don't <have> a child. <laughs> um, Fifteen years longer than I wanna be friends with anybody and I still love being friends with Justin, which is cause we're both awesome and we're not racist like you. Yeah. But what I was gonna say is that he for the last twelve to thirteen years mm-hmm. he's always insisted that he drugs me a lot. And makes various sexual videos of me and puts them out on the internet and DVD. Now,
0: keep in mind, I am not the one fucking Ryan in these videos.
1: No, keep in mind, they're not real. Yeah, well, you don't actually make these that, videos. Keep in now
0: that, um, you know, so the alleged videos are, are mostly things just being inserted into Ryan. Now, we had an entire series Pineapple. that was pineapples, I know, right? these aren't real, uh-huh. okay? Yeah, we've been working our way up to bowling ball. I don't know if it's going to work or not.
1: That would kill me, I think. No, you took the Great American Challenge pretty easy, so I feel like bowling ball. I hate that be. I know what that is. <laughs> For people who don't know what the Great American Challenge is, <laughs> oh so disgusting! Just go. Ahead. I don't want to tell you. Yeah. I just want you to Google, you Google Great American Great Challenge. challenge yeah. Ugh. And it's a challenge. It is. Yeah, it is literally so like
0: nice. it, it's. It is seriously like at the top of it, it's probably about the size of like a baseball. No, like no, slightly no, bigger, bigger, maybe a that. softball. A softball, and as oh, it yeah, goes God, down. Do I have a Q-tip? Yeah. No, I don't.
1: Damn it, man. All right, go <laughs> Why did what? you turn
0: into, like, a weepy redneck when you oh, asked me? Don't
1: you got a Q-tip? <laughs> no, I don't. All right. So, let's go. <laughs> I wish
0: you would just breathe and stop. Um, what? Hey, excuse
1: me, what? Q-tip. The song. Oh, breathe stop. And... <laughs> you don't like my jokes? No, I don't. Um, Can I use this pen? does it offend you. Can I jam my ear?
0: I don't care. Do whatever you want. I
1: have a phone ringing. It's Mike Park of Asian Man Records. Should I answer it? No, oh, it's whatever. Hello? Ryan? Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. We're actually recording our podcast right now, and you're live on the air. Awesome! It's been a dream come true. Uh yeah, on this podcast. This is Mike Park, who owns Asian Man Records, one of my favorite record labels of all time. And we were actually going to, the reason I called you was that I was going to tell you that we were going to break the news today about the split on the podcast. Awesome. So now, real quick, I guess to interrupt, uh, Mixtapes is putting out a new 7-inch coming out soon on Agent Man Records. Is that correct, Mike? That is correct. And it is a split with a band called Jabber, who's from the Bay Area of California, and they are awesome. They are? Good. It's uh, this wonderful woman named Danny Bailey. Is the been a super superhero in the area punk scene for a long time. She is, and, and yeah. I will I will geek out for a second on the podcast and say that Mike himself is uh, responsible for me getting into a lot of the music I'm into, and probably Justin as well to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So honestly, uh, it's I'm so honored that you want to put out a record from us. So thank you. Yeah, oh, thank you. That's, that's how it works. it's, it's fun. <laughs> um, but I actually wanted to talk business with you about that, but how about I give you a call when we're done recording this podcast? No. Sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. It's, thank yeah, you. Enjoy the rest of your podcast. Thanks a lot, Mike. Bye-bye. See you, buddy.
0: I wish he would have called, and then it would have been really awkward if he would have said that, and then he would have been like, actually, it's not happening. That's why I was calling right. you about it.
1: Well, Mike, I mean, for people that don't know, I mean, it is incredible, honestly, that he came to us, because Mike, I mean, where do you begin? Alkaline Trio uh, would have yeah. no career without Mike. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bra- not, the Lawrence Arms slapstick. Well, um, most any third wave Les ska band wouldn't have yeah, he made signed less than Jake. Yeah. yeah, he signed it alkaline trio well i mean inside. without skank
0: and pickle most third wave yeah. scott wouldn't exist
1: so and um the fact that i can call mike on the phone and he wants to put out a seven inch buyer band is incredible that's coming out um in about a month or two so no one knew that until right now and i actually don't even know if i was allowed to tell so uh well, fuck he music like industry. He was okay well. yeah but i don't <laughs> know about our other label that we're actually on. oh here's the thing though Punk as fuck. I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it really You know really what? Is no sleep
1: deal. records. If that bothers you, you're racist.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I've, I've heard, heard some things. Bunch of scumbags.
1: True. But uh, no, Jabber's also awesome. Have you listened to him? Yeah. yeah good Jabber. And it's it's going to be a cool split, so we're really excited about that. So uh, there's the announcement of that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, our songs are done. I think they're good. Mine is about how I would rather sit home and play video games than tour. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. I mean, I feel like most people would probably feel that way.
1: Yeah. I'm just breaking new ground. Yeah. Watch, literally, listen.
0: (laughs) First of all, that was a pin on a wooden table. (laughs) Okay. Secondly, not, I mean, it actually goes along with the first one, not breaking ground. Uh, There is no dirt up here for you to do that with, other than what's in your ear, apparently. (laughs) It's not dirt, it's wax. What do you think it's made out of?
1: Okay, shut up. Anyway. Where were we? You were in North Carolina. That, how I, mean, was, I, I don't understand
0: how why you didn't ask him if he'd be interested in the video series that I've been producing for a few years now. I
1: don't think he'd be into that. Okay. And anyway, so right. our friend Trevor got married. Yeah. How did it go? Was it beautiful? Yeah,
0: it was awesome. That's Actually, it, it was really great. Um, and the place we stayed was awesome because it was like a little, like an old barn that was renovated into like a really nice house. But it was back on these like weird, fucked up back roads. Like all in Asheville. Oh, it's above Asheville. So it's like North of there, like 20 minutes or so, but it's like, I mean, it's, it's all mountain, like side roads in the mountains. So it's like windy as shit. And there's right. like, you know, so when we go to the wedding, like we're at the one thing we might as well have been like in the middle of New York city compared to where the wedding actually took place. Wow. Like here's what happened. We went down, we were driving and uh, it said to turn on this one street And follow it. So you turn on one street, and it was like, well, it's not that bad. It's a little narrow, whatever. Right. But as you continued on, it turned into a one-lane road, and then you were supposed to follow it and turn right to stay on the road. And as soon as you turn right, it turned into about three miles of just gravel. Okay. That was also very narrow, and on both sides had creeks, so there was, like, no room for air in this uh, at all. Okay. You finally get up to like, but, well, first of all, there's like a bunch of weird houses back there and shit that like I don't know who lives there, but there was a woman like sitting out on her probably front racist. porch. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> you're not. But kidding. actually, we're probably yeah. seriously racist. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's yeah. just this woman just sitting on her front porch in an eeyore shirt, just painting her toenails. Oh, not the eeyore shirt. Just staring at us like what, like like uh, we were the assholes in this situation. Can we do a
1: segue real quick of that is before I forget. Um, one time Justin and I. I could not make this up. Uh, we could have our Nathan call on. We don't have as so much time today, but he can call on next week and verify the story. But uh, we were driving out into the middle of Indiana, and uh, we need to do a whole episode about this a different day. Maybe next Monday we'll do the Butter Baby. Mm. But what we used to do is we would just drive into Indiana and just try to get lost. Because, yeah. I mean, when you get down to the back roads of, like, eastern Indiana, like, you are in some, like, Fucked horror up. movie yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we, this, I mean, Justin here as my witness, this is no exaggeration, we make a left down the street, it's about 1am, and with God, our friend Nathan, and as soon as we start going down the street, systematically, like a movie, the light of each porch comes on, and someone walks outside and starts staring at us, and then, no shit, someone starts ringing a yeah. fucking, like, St- bell like in the middle or gong. Yeah. Like they were warning people.
0: It was a bell. It was a bell. This guy was standing out there ringing it. And we were trying to turn around, but it was a one-lane road. (laughs) And then we finally did turn around, and as we were trying to drive out of there, every single person on that street and whatever was coming out on their porch to watch us. Yes. And then I swear that, and we all thought this too, was... As we were driving back to Harrison, and it wasn't that far of a drive, but we were definitely trying to go as fast as we yeah, could. Where
1: I live, people don't know, in Harrison is basically, like, I live about 15 minutes from downtown Cincinnati, Yeah, but when you drive about 5 or 10 minutes west of where I live, like, you're in Indiana, and you go from my house to the middle of nowhere in about yeah. 20 minutes. Oh, yeah.
0: And the creepy thing is, is, like, we drove off that road and pulled back onto the main road to get back to Harrison go across the border. And we swore there was something in the trees following us the entire there time. Was. I, I, and then we got across the bridge and it all went away. And whether we or not like, you believe
1: that, I get that that sounds crazy yeah. and maybe it's just I, our I, minds. Yeah, I think it was the, the but,
0: thing in the trees, I think it was our minds. But the minds, thing that happened on that road did not. Someone rang that fucking gong yeah. and
1: everyone came out and they warned that we were there. It was like and, the fucking
0: Wicker Man or some shit. It was yeah, like really fucked up. Meets
1: uh, Jeepers Creepers, which yeah. I still insist is a great movie
0: yeah I still like it too. I an mean, extent. like I mean, it didn't hold up very well, no, but, but it was fun,
1: yeah, it was good. It was good when it came out, regardless so
0: but so we go back on that road and it's like probably like a good three two or three miles of just gravel, and then we get on like we get to the road that goes up to the house that it's at, and like this road's like super narrow, but at least it's paved, and we finally get up to the fucking house, and there's nowhere to park, okay. So they end up, like, we end up, like, moving all the... They end up moving the cars around and shit. I have to, like, turn around on this tiny thing where there's, like, seriously a sheer drop-off. There's no, like, room for any kind of air if I would have gone in a little new bit... In your car? Before, yeah, in my brand That's new car. Terrifying. So I finally do, and then they make us park so close together I can't get out of the car. So okay. I have to, like, climb out, <laughs> like, basically, like, out the other side. While like. you're by the edge of a cliff. Yeah. Okay. But then we got in the house, and, like, the house was, like... It took them 20 years to build it because they bought all this stuff from like old houses and shit like that. So it looks like a super old house, but it's like it's just built out of a bunch of pieces of old houses. It yeah. was really cool. And like it was awesome because it overlooked like the entire mountain valley. It was, ba- it was on a mountain and shit. So it was really cool, but it was a fucking nerve wracking ass drive. And then I felt bad because we made Jerry drive my car back at nighttime. <laughs> at least it was daytime when I
1: went. You don't got to feel bad. You made the woman drive the car just like she's supposed to.
0: <laughs> Wait, women aren't supposed to drive, remember?
1: Oh, yeah, they're bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's that's terrifying. Yeah, I'm glad it was, it was a weird. good wedding. It was really, yeah, it was I really unfortunately good. couldn't go. I had prior obligations, and those are that I wasn't invited. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm just kidding. Trevor's my friend, but uh, he's known, Justin, and I've known him since they were kids. Yeah. He's a, an acquaintance of mine, but I like him very much. Um. All right. Well, we have a couple people who might be calling in today, but we're not gonna put them on a certain time frame. It doesn't matter. Let's just get right into well, it.
0: Oh um, well, I, I got a thing to ask you about first.
1: Oh, I don't want to know. Probably.
0: Now they've changed the. I was at the grocery store, and they've changed the um, artwork on the Lucky Charms box. Now okay. I have a description of what I think this is happening in this picture. Can you put it on the blog? So yeah, so I will. Can see it. Yeah. I have a description of what I think is happening in this picture, but I want you to tell me what you think is happening in this picture. Because whatever they're trying to do to Lucky Charms, they've made it super fucking creepy. Okay. All right. Now, ready?
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, I mean, to me, it... Looks like he's summoning a demon. Yeah. Like his eyes are rolled back in his head. <laughs> yeah. Like he's got this smile on his face of pure ecstasy. And it's like he's making his marshmallows shoot out of his hand. Yeah. And he's getting an orgasm while Satan slips through him. Yeah. That's what was your description?
0: My description was that leprechaun is raping a bowl of cereal and shooting marshmallows out of his hand as though it was that's the way that he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would imagine, I mean, since they didn't draw a dick on there, I'd still imagine a leprechaun would shoot marshmallows out when he came.
1: Why would you imagine they'd shoot marshmallows? Not every leprechaun's a Lucky Charms guy. No, but you should also talk on the microphone when you're speaking on a podcast. Sorry, someone's about to call in real quick for one of my little 30-second awkward moments I love to give people. Okay. But, uh, okay, yeah, put that on there. That's definitely creepy. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh. We have some big buddy comments. Uh, some stupid Europeans tweeted at me, so we need to respond to them. Um, is that racist? No, because Europeans aren't a race. Okay, good. Stupid Europeans. We got some questions. Um, so let's get to it. We got we got a bunch to talk about today. Let's have some fun. I I like I like how interactive Big Snackers has become every week with people talking back and forth and discussions. It's nice, and right. I think it makes us all grow. Yeah. Like my bonus. Well, here's the thought perfect. Now I'm in your ass. Yeah. I'm
0: fucking <laughs> Oh, if oh. only oh, I had a link to that porn video. I tried to
1: find it the other day and I couldn't. I'm sure you still could, but I couldn't.
0: Um uh, to speaking of thought provoking, um here's one. If anonymous asked if you guys were to fuck, who would be at the top and who would be bottom?
1: Don about you and me? Yeah. First of all,
0: I'm pretty sure we've already solved this. How? You know what I own? I don't know what you own. Yeah, you do. You don't remember? I'm not. Do sure. I have to come over there and do it to you
1: again? No. You know, never mind. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You question. know
0: exactly what it is.
1: I skipped this question.
0: Ryan didn't like it because I used to grab him and uh, pinch his balls and his and his tits and ask him who owns this, who owns this, oh, until he would tell me God, that. Oh I God, I forgot. Yeah, he used to do that, <laughs> and he made me say
1: things like, "I don't even." Never mind.
0: He also used to call himself Justine. No, that was a different thing all together. That was, that was different, separate.
1: Oh, excuse me. I, I, yeah, I didn't know which creepy rapey thing that you were yeah. referring to yeah. at this time. But uh, my ears just popped. Well, I'm on an Probably because
0: you were stabbing yourself with a pen in it. I was <laughs> like...
1: stabbing myself. I was clearing out uh, a little bit of gunk. Ugh,
0: that's so gross to say gunk. No, it's
1: not. All right, Ugh. so
0: um, this guy actually... Eli, who's written them before, had uh, an actual interesting comment and then question. Okay. So, said, hey guys, it's me, Eli, again. Uh, just thought I would talk to you about a few things on the show. I did have a similar program, The Big Buddies, Little Buddies, but all we did was read to first graders when I was in fifth grade. All I remember from the whole thing was that the kid I read to had a freakish amount of arm hair, <laughs> which seems weird because like a, like a kid in, in first grade, gra- you no, know, a first grader would have... A oh, bunch of, that's super weird. Yeah. I'm
1: 31, and I don't have that much Yeah, yeah I don't
0: really have much at all. Um,
1: I guess you and I are freaks.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> on the whole bomb music industry thing, I was just going to say, I don't know how Jeff is every moment of his life, but when I saw, met him when he played in Rochester, he was very pleasant. He played a great song, set and hung out and took pictures with people. And I helped them pack up, and they appreciated it, and I shot the shit with Jeff afterwards for a good 20 minutes. And honestly, it was the second best experience I had with the band after and not trying to kiss ass, hanging out with Ryan and the rest of the mixtapes at my first show. But who knows? Maybe I caught him on a good day, and he's an asshole the rest of the time. Not defending him, but just so I would throw in my experience with the guy. Um, no, no, that's I mean, fine. No, here's
1: what I want to say. I think here's a huge misconception people don't seem to understand about musicians, and the Internet's made this worse is that people have good days and bad days and I hate the stigma of someone having one experience with someone and then all of a sudden go to the internet like this guy's an asshole. Because yeah. I'll tell you a perfect story. And I, I don't want this to sound disrespectful because I understand he passed away and it's tragic, but my old band played a show with no effects and no use for a name. Tony Sly mm-hmm. was a complete asshole. Yeah. And it was the entire day. But here's the thing, that being said, it's terrible that he passed away, and he might have been a great guy, and he might have been having a really bad day. Yeah. But the way that he treated the rest of his band and their crew when we played with them was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. But I don't tell people that Tony Sly's an asshole. No. But I'll tell you that the day that we played with him, he had the worst attitude I've ever seen. Right. Much like how when you have been around yeah. Jeff from Bob Music Industry, he was yeah, very unpleasant. Mean,
0: yeah, it doesn't mean that he always is, it's just, you know.
1: I don't know yeah, I know Mike, like I said, from Bonnie's History, and he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that, that
0: happened with me. Like All three times that I met Tony Sly, I was just kind of blown away by how fucking shitty he was to people. He literally... But, I,
1: you know, other people have said he was like the greatest guy. I mean, it's just... And maybe he was. I don't know. I mean, like, maybe he was, like, the best dad and the best husband, and I'm glad. And it's terrible yeah. that he passed away. I don't want anyone to die ever. Unless, like, they're, like, a rapist or, like, a mass murderer... But when we played with no use for a name, like, it was, like, some out of a movie. Like, he was, like, backstage at their tech, literally going, where's my fucking gold guitar, you fucking idiot? Like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, he was, like, berating people. And I was just like, wow, this guy's an asshole. And the other thing is, is that (laughs) that could have
0: also... I mean, you can account for some of that with the drugs, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, the thing that fucking killed him. Correct. You
1: You can, and he was drunk. Yeah. But I was just like, wow, this guy's treating people like dogs. Yeah. And... But maybe he was having a terrible day that day and he has good days and bad days. I you can't judge I I've yeah, I don't know. I just the internet's made it too easy for these people to have a bad experience with someone, get on Tumblr, reblog it a million times and be like, Oh, a guy from yeah, the exactly. Takes said this, he's a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. And let's let's take the best example ever, right now, and this is what makes me sick, is the the Steve Klein case from Newfound Glory. Oh, you I know. Yeah,
0: yeah, a little bit. Not okay, much, Well, let me,
1: For anyone who hasn't paid attention, let's go over it real quick, how insane this is and just how serious this stuff can be to ruin someone's entire life is that the first thing that came out was a few weeks ago, and it said, basically, Steve Klein from Newfound Glory kicked out a band, charged with sexual relations with a minor as young as the age of 14. Right. When you read that, what's your first thought? You're like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. He, this he's guy is scum of the yeah. earth. So then a few more days and nothing else is said. Of course not. Then, guess what? Follow-up. Actually, the tip was anonymous. There's no proof. It was all over a webcam. No one knows who the girls are. So it's already more like, hmm. But at that point, his name was already tarnished and he yeah. got kicked out of his band. Right. Third thing that he releases... Oh, we actually don't have any concrete evidence, and all of this is from his ex wife who's trying to get custody of the kids. Right. And you slowly watch this unravel of this guy raped a 14 year old to this guy might have actually done nothing, yeah. but now he's known as the rapist in Newfound Glory. Right. And it's so wrong and unfair the way people do this. Well, that it's stuff. because, it's, you
0: know, the thing is with news and stuff like that is that exonerating somebody doesn't sell. You know what I mean? Because like, he only. he's just
1: now known as that rapist guy. Right. And it's so terrible. Like, here's. I actually, the other night, I was having dinner with my roommates, and we had almost this exact conversation because we watching cops. Mm. And something on cops happened that was kind of similar. But yeah. if you actually rape somebody, you're the scum of the earth. I think you should be put to death. That's fine. But rape is such a heavy word. Oh, yeah. You, that don't you can't just, throw that yeah. around. No. Like,.
0: That accusation can destroy someone's life even when it's You not get drunk at a
1: party, you make a mistake, and say someone raped you unless it really happened. Because yeah. that stuff really happens, and that ruins people's lives. Yeah. It's not funny. And, yeah, but my point being in that, it's the same uh, in that Conroe Burst thing from Bright Eyes. Yeah. Someone said that he raped them. They were anonymous, and he came back, I remember, and sued them. Yeah. And I actually saw people online saying, I can't believe that piece of shit is trying to sue this poor girl. I'm like, wait a minute. If a random person said that I raped them and I didn't do it, you'd better believe I'd sue the shit out of them. A, because it proves I didn't do it when I win. And B, if he didn't do it, then that's insane. He shouldn't. Maybe this is too far, but in my mind, I would like to think that if you do something like that, Like, if you accuse someone of raping you and it didn't happen, you should get whatever they would have gotten if they really did it. Yeah, like she should go to jail for the time that he would have.
0: I mean, I don't know if I would, but I don't know, I know if I put her in jail crazy. for twenty five years, maybe like a couple, like a month. But a, a few month. years,
1: I mean, I don't know, like a year, like I don't know. You just accuse somebody of raping you, like, oh, and just you
0: know, just put, just put them in jail for like a month. That'll teach yeah. them the fucking right, like, you know, know, know what, what I mean? mean? They should get something. Yeah, no, they I agree. You shouldn't that's be insane. allowed to accuse somebody of something so serious no. and not get punished for, like, because if you call the cops, if you call nine one one. And you don't have an actual emergency and they send people out, they'll fucking arrest you. Yeah, they will because right ins- away they you know, will know, inciting a panic or doing like false reporting false. And uh, what whatever. that person
1: did if it happened is worse. I don't know if Connor embers rates one or not. I don't I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like if he's actually suing them, he's obviously pretty confident that he didn't do anything wrong.
0: But then on the other hand, you have like shit like where that whole James Franco thing and everybody's like, Oh, we don't care
1: Right, and like, Ray. why do
0: people fucking care? Like, isn't he trying to, like, I get it. It's probably another one of his artistic, like, fucking stunt things. But at things. what point
1: does that become too much?
0: Well, that's what I don't understand is, like, is like you'll have, I mean, it doesn't matter because everybody's, like, a mixed bag or whatever. But I agree you have, like, it. people who are who come out and say, like, all this shit about how, like, like they, they don't, like, you know, about feminism and about all this, other, like, different things and they're, like, progressive and stuff like that. And then they'll defend, like, Woody Allen. And it's like he married the girl he molested. Like, Mm -hmm. don't you fucking understand? Woody Allen's a a problem with human shit.
1: Yeah. And here's what I've realized though. A lot of people want to be all PC and self righteous and feminist or you know, like that when it benefits them. Yeah. But then when it comes to something they like, it might be wrong. They right. don't care. No, I agree. And, and I mean, I'm sure I'm like that.
0: that too about certain things. No, I, no, I can't no, think you of I are awesome. We're not like No, that. yeah, that's true. Everybody else is a bunch of racists. Yeah, they're all racists. Um,
1: no, but I mean, like, that's just it. Like, the Newfound Glory thing is a perfect thing where it's like, man, he lost his kids, he yeah. lost his band, and he most likely didn't do anything wrong. Right. And it's like, wow, like, that just shows. Words have such a powerful impact, and when yeah. people hear things, it just stays in their brain. Oh, it
0: definitely does.
1: So that being said, I don't think Justin was trying to say that Jeff from Bomb Industry is an asshole. No. He's just saying he had a bad experience with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that you had a good experience well, with bands. Well, I mean, I'm sure if
0: you, you go back and listen, I probably called him an asshole, but you know, whatever. Boys well, Yeah. Most likely. But also,
1: Eli, I appreciate that I was your number one, because I am cooler than that guy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'll go so, with that.
1: You know, we'll go with that. But thank you for writing in. I always like um, talking to you. Please write well, in next a, week. He had a question. Oh, um, come on, Eli. Let's push on. So me. I do
0: have some questions for you guys this week. All right. I also love the Game of Wolf Among Us. It may be too early to tell, but you think they'll make a sequel to the series, and should they? Or, will, or do you think that Telltale Games will be busy with other projects to consider doing this again because it's not associated with a big name fan base like Walking Dead or Game of Thrones?
1: I think Telltale's smart and will not make a sequel because I think they have enough things up their sleeve; they don't need to.
0: Well, they're not going to make a sequel. This is just the first season. But they'll they'll just parts. keep making more yeah. parts. Yeah, like that's the thing that Telltale's become really good about is that. Yeah, you might have to wait a little while for like the episodes to come out and stuff, but. They're doing it smartly, where they're doing like seasons of things, and you get something, and you know it's coming, and okay. they're not going to skimp on the quality of it.
1: And it's awesome, and, and they don't skimp on the quality. No. The games are amazing. Yeah, they're they make fantastic. Great games. And it's funny to me when people complain about the weight between the games, because I'm like, play something else. There's yeah. a trillion good video games. Yeah, out. it doesn't matter. It's not a big Fucking, deal. Yeah, chill out, man. But uh, no, I don't think they'll make a sequel. I think they have too much other stuff to do. They'll make more parts. And yeah, it is a great game. Wolf Among Us. People haven't played it is really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. Absolutely Everybody should. Worth
0: and I think that there's no danger of them not making a second season because I think it sold really well so oh, far. Yeah. Um, second question is: What was the worst show you've ever played?
1: Um,
0: uh, the worst show I ever played was in Wilmington, North Carolina, where the guy who went up before me. This was the first thing he said. Is this
1: a, is it a comedy show you did? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: This is the first thing he said. I love pussy. I love eating pussy and then he put his hands up like this and just went like that. Was this like a hillbilly Andrew Dice Clay twenty years too late? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that pretty but much. he seriously he <laughs> said that that was his that was the first thing he said, and that was also the last thing he said.
1: Wait, what do you mean?
0: That he did that joke twice. The first thing and the last
1: legit, that was his whole thing. Literally. Did that just... You had to go on right after him? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That sucks.
0: All right. It was fine. It was just... That was... I mean, no. He made that joke. Joke, I guess, if you want to call it that. Then he did his other stuff and then did that again. Oh, man. It wasn't like he just did that and walked off stage. No, he had a whole thing, but he just wanted to talk about how much he loved pussy. Blah,
1: blah, blah. Uh, the worst show I've ever played, I can tell you right now, probably, is... At least the most awkward, is... um for a while, I was doing a hip-hop group called Castles, and we, uh it was just me, my friend Pat, and he made the beats, and we both rapped, and our friend Kamal played drums. Kamal calls in here. And we had a show in Whitesburg, Kentucky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't remember why. I don't remember what we were doing there, but we got booked there, and we were playing shows. And it was just for fun. like It wasn't a serious group, Um, and we just did it. And... It's on Spotify if you want to check it out. But we, uh, it was just straight hip hop, and we played in a post office after they <laughs> closed in Whitesburg, <laughs> Kentucky, with three screamo bands. <laughs> this was only like nine or ten months ago. This is real. What the fuck? I can't explain to you how strange the thing was. Um, it was in a post office. It was like three bands that sounded like Thursday, and we were this white hip hop group. And it was it was bad. Yeah, it was, it it was really terrible. really really awkward, but it was absolutely hilarious. We just luckily like you know when you're younger you get nervous about yeah. shows and like yeah. you're older and you don't care. Yeah. So even like we knew it was gonna be bad and we just laughed like this would be funny. Let's just have some fun with it. And we did and like we made it a good time. So I mean that was that was probably technically the worst show, mixtapes worst show, by far. And until this last tour, thank God we redeemed ourselves the only town we ever played really southern florida is we played a place in pembroke pines called the talent farm and the funny thing about that is it's like actually like newfound Glory's like home venue and uh it's a cool venue and they stream every show so you can watch it online oh yeah i remember yeah and it's funny so we all told our family like it was a good tour it was our first headlining tour uh we were drawing pretty good and like we were just like it's when we first saw mixtapes kind of start to take off like oh this is awesome so it's cool so we told all our friends and families and girls we were talking to like yeah tune in they're streaming it we're super stoked and like we've been doing good the whole tour <gasps> yeah and it was the worst show has ever played to right. this day. like <laughs> the first song more broke a string the second song i broke a string the third song more's amp broke and we had to borrow one and it was just like like we everything that watching online yeah. and it was the worst show we've ever played like Bar none. I can honestly say that in mixtapes, I feel like we're a strong live band and we play together well. And that show, it was the worst show we've ever played.
0: Um, his other question was, "What's the worst show you've ever been to?" And I can answer that for both of us. <laughs> I don't There's
1: even know what a you're little, about to say, but you're probably gonna be right.
0: There was a little barn that we went to one time. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> with a band the band called Stitches. We didn't know. You there. need to start
1: from the beginning at the mall getting the CD.
0: Oh God, I can, I can barely remember. I remember, I can start it and you can finish yeah.
1: it. Uh, just and I used to go to the mall sometimes we were bored because when you're younger and you're in a small town, that's what you do. So mm-hmm. fuck you if you want to judge us. Yeah. And we would go and there was this kid that came up to us and he's like, this is already, if you ask this question, I don't like you. He said, hey, you guys like music? <laughs> First of all, that's not a real fucking question. Yeah, no. He just says that. What is that?
0: You like, hey, like to that.
1: breathe And have a heartbeat yeah, I mean yeah Like Even if you're not real into it Who just dislikes music
0: I feel no, like there's no, some no. people But I don't know Like yeah I don't, Nobody I would ever know Yeah who yeah. I don't
1: know It's such a weird thing So We go yeah sure He goes I mean Justin now We weren't that young at this point We are probably like 20 Oh no, yeah we like were About 10 uh, years ago so, Yeah So he knew it was gonna be funny Cause he goes Oh you want my band CD And we're like Yes yes we do Cause so he knew it would be funny And he looked like He was like Straight like Mall metal kid and then, was it the same night, or did we see him a different time and invited us to the show? I don't know. It was
0: second, the second time. It was like a Friday because the show so was the next day. Let's talk
1: about the CD first, though. Yeah. So we get to my car and we put it in, oh, and it starts off the Christ. skit. The skit is about two Mexicans trying to cross the border.
0: Mm hmm. They're going to jump over the fence.
1: And I, I couldn't and they, make this and they up. See. I we find it. What do he say? He says, oh, yeah, we got to sneak over the border man. It was real basically borderline yeah. racist. Oh, like, no, it not real, borderline. It a was. Real horrible accent. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, but the only part I remember is was that female said, popo yeah. shot they, my they, leg. They
0: said uh, they were saying that there was a, a, a border patrol, like a, a cop or whatever, um, and they were jumping over the fence, and it was a, a woman. So they thought they could, like, get away from her easy. And then she shot him, and he was Female like... Female
1: yeah, Popo shot my leg. Shot it right off. Yeah, <laughs> shot it off That's his please. body. So then... That was the first that track That was the first track. Out. Second track uh, was a song that started off... I wish you had an acoustic guitar here so I could, like, play the chord. But it's like a discordant chord. As in a chord that is, like, made to hurt your ears. Like, mm-hmm. some, like, corn would do, like... Yeah. For, like... Thirty to forty seconds. And then it just stops. The singer goes (laughs) (laughs) like when he did that, it came with like this like cold chamber corn riff. Yeah. And it was just like straight new metal, but it literally sounded like every member was playing a different song. Yes. And oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Every single one. And the one course, was.
1: all I remember of the course was, he's like, "I'm not a stereotype." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a lyric, and the song was called "Stereotype." And then, oh, oh and
0: then goodness. what happened was. He saw us again at the mall, and he was like, "He's like, oh, you guys like the CD?" And we're like, uh, "Yeah, yeah." Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really wanted to see where this is gonna go. Me too. So he invites us to this uh, to Me, our show. We and our friend Dusty, right? And he yeah. said, "Hey,
1: we're playing our friend's barn tonight. You want to come?" We were like, "Yes, we do." Yeah. Yes. So yeah,
0: yeah. we go out there to this barn. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in.
1: I can't even. I can't deal with this.
0: And the first thing you noticed, or at least the first thing I noticed, was the drum set. Which I don't think was made of actual drums because I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I feel like it was just like old water jugs and shit. You remember and the then, symbols, right? Yeah. Okay. And then from the ceiling suspended from chains are all the symbols. Which I understand <laughs> aesthetically as like a goth band or whatever, or like whatever they're trying didn't to do. Look cool at all. No, it didn't look cool at all, but I guarantee like I, I feel like when you're like that age you would think it would look really cool. Right. Here's the thing doesn't look cool makes your symbols sound like shit because they, they can't reverberate on they don't, off they anything. don't sustain yeah. they go like this
1: yeah <laughs> like just sound, to...
0: and then, plus they move so they swing around so you can't hit them anyway uh, so they, they yeah uh what else oh i remember a lot of flying v guitars
1: i think you're not remembering the best part though so we get there mm. and the drum set the, the yeah the uh cymbals are hanging from chains from the ceiling of mm. this barn flying v guitars and the singer was too nervous to play. Oh, that's right. You remember this? So, like, <laughs> there's a... maybe 20 kids in this field in a barn. Yeah. We're all older than all of them. We already feel creepy. Yeah. We're all, like, 15. Oh, yeah. Like I 20. feel real fucked up about and, like, But they're probably racist, so we're still yeah, better than Yeah, of course they were. Them. And then, so, literally, I'm not kidding. Like, I was about to lose my mind. You can see him in the corner. And I can't even say this the straight face, but I'm not kidding. They went over behind some hay bales to have a conversation <laughs> And they're talking to their singer. And we walk over there, and they're like, you can do it, man. He's like, I just can't. I just, I can't, man. I'm not meant to do this. I just, I'm too nervous. (laughs) And, like, we were just sitting there, like, minds blown. Like, I wish MTV had a reality show that followed this band around for, like, a season. Because it would have made millions. So, finally, he's like, all right, I'll do two songs. That was, like, his agreement. And here's the weird thing I still remember to this day. Is they played the stereotype song first. Yep. And then they played a good Charlotte cover. Yeah. Which made zero sense to me because there's like this heavy corn wannabe band. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is that we just fucked up that answer because what we just described was the best yeah, concert ever Yeah, actually, it was the greatest show of
0: all time. Uh, sorry, guy. We didn't mean to but fuck no, it up, No, your Eli.
1: answer's definitely right. And uh, not counting that, which I'm so glad that story was told and you all got to be enlightened. The real worst concert I've ever been to outside of that, like on a big scale... Um, is also the best, actually. Is let me tell you greatly. Is I don't know if any of you remember back in the day, there was a band called Damone. Oh, god, yeah. <laughs> and the singer was a girl named Noelle. And we started talking because I was trying to date her at the time years ago and like got her number and we talked a little bit and became friends. And they were playing a thing in Dayton called like Rockfest or something.
0: Yeah, it was the uh, 107 whatever the Edge or whatever. And Edge the Fest. lineup
1: that year. Was Demone, mm-hmm. Stained, Yep, Eighteen Visions, mm-hmm. Buckcherry, oh, Nickelback. Don't forget Puddle of Mud. What? Don't forget the biggest one. Avenged Sevenfold. No. Who? Hinder. Hinder. Right. <laughs> yes. So here's the great thing: is me and a couple friends go, and she gets us all access passes. Yeah. So we're walking around backstage at the biggest douchebag party on the entire planet. And to this day, I'll find them. I hopefully, adjust, I'll put them on the blog. I have a picture oh. with, with me and the singer of Stain giving the shocker. I forgot. The, uh, and I have a picture with me and the singer of Buck Cherry giving the metal sign sticking his tongue out. And it was hilarious. But I'm I mean, so upset yeah.
0: you don't have a picture of you and Blower from Hender.
1: And if, for people who don't know, the nickname of the guitar player of Hender is, is Blower. Blower. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. We that was the worst show I've actually ever gone to not counting the Barnes show but also the best just because I mean it was hilarious you can imagine the crowd was just as entertaining as the bands oh god yeah and um, as far as punk shows I'm just trying to cover all the bases and give him a good answer what's the worst punk show we've probably gone to Um, what's something I've had to sit through
0: I don't know because generally with punk shows, I tend to go to ones I only want to see. Yeah. I mean, you had to sit through a lot of bad ones when you worked at Mad Hatter, so yeah. that's the problem. Does that is count? Like, that I don't counts, think that counts because I feel like you have to have gone say, to it knowingly. I, I
1: say I worked at a venue, and I mean, if that counts, I could give you a list of oh yeah, 50 shows. Billion, I mean, yeah, yeah when you worked there, there was
0: probably at least seven shows I went to, and I was just like, was oh say, my god. I say when I worked
1: there, I had to I had to sit through the flow bots three times. Ugh. I got paid for it, and it wasn't worth it.
0: Yeah, I can't even remember. Like, I'm trying to think of,
1: like, bands. That was a good story, though, as I still remember the Flowbots story.
0: Oh. Actually, <laughs> one of the worst shows I ever went to was a band that you were involved with. What? The Tradition. Oh, <laughs> man. Remember when uh, Jeremy Sears tried to fight everybody at Glendora Dude, House? Don't even get me started <laughs>
1: with that shit. That was... Okay, people make mistakes, and I made a mistake. I... And there was a guy <laughs> named Jeremy and whatever, but my friend Dustin happened to be in this band. Yeah. And he was like, Will you fill in on guitar for us? Okay. I was not in this band. I didn't care about it. But yeah, I filled in on guitar for them. And I didn't realize when I agreed to do it what their singer was like. How would you describe him? I... Um, like a. Like just
0: a, fu- just a fucking ADD roid rage fucking dick.
1: Straight edge, yeah. militant hardcore guy. Like,
0: who then later on became. A drunk. Uh, Drunk, hippie, fucking, yeah.
1: He wrote the lyric, once: a bullet for every sellout in a strange band he was in. So we'll leave it at that.
0: But uh, Glendora House was like, I mean, I don't know how much anybody knows. Before Justin
1: explains his story, though, we can at least defend me is that as soon as he would start to talk, I would start playing my guitar to start the next song. Because I was so fed (laughs) up with
0: it. And Glendora House was like our, our made, like our punk house that like... uh, It was like the house show. Yeah, it was the place that everybody... Yeah. Had the house and we we booked shows yeah. there and stuff, and um, they ended up playing there one time and we were downstairs and of course because it's like straight edge hardcore he wanted to get like super preachy he about a speech everything
1: between every fucking song which is
0: hilarious because you came to a punk house where oh. people were all fucking drinking and they're outside doing and you're gonna get mad because like you know like. You shouldn't. You should. Uh, I forget what he said. He started one thing oh, where he's like, "You gotta you stay
1: true to, like, you know." Not that I can tell you real quick before you finish the story, because I'll never forget this story, because this person was not joking. He goes, "In this next song, I just want to say, as much as I love her, this song's about my mom, and right now she has lung cancer." Oh, yeah. She smoked every day in her life. You know what? I don't need pity for her. She fucking deserves it because she shouldn't smoke. <laughs> yeah, and I that's was like, right. oh my fucking God. Yeah, you're the worst human being. I was like, that's your heartache. mom. I was like, she didn't rape someone. She smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Like, she deserves it? Yeah. I was like, you're insane. And like, I think that was the last show I played with them. Was yeah, it? I it think was. After that, well, I was after like, that, I think that they were done because like, he. fuck this. He walked outside.
0: After the show, after they were done playing, he walked outside, got mad because. Got mad at John Weiner. And got mad at his wife, yeah, who played bass well, in the band. Yeah, but at this time, he got mad at... Well, he was mad at her, yeah. But then he got mad at John Weiner and went outside and was going to try and fight him. But it had been like... it was, I remember it was really cold at that time of year. And he walked up and he tried to kick John, but he was standing on an ice puddle. And he yep. just fell down and fucking smacked his head on the yep. thing. And every person who was outside started laughing on him. And he got up and ran away. Yeah, he did. And... He was like, "Fuck you, go Fucking bullshit!" And then
1: he like ran off. Like, yeah, I can tell you. If you want to be fair, that might be the worst show I've ever played because I, Justin can tell. Like, he would seriously, after two or three times, yeah. he would start to talk, and I would just start. Playing yeah, he would song. start playing because you were, were like, just, yeah. Fuck, get me I remember when you the got stage,
0: there, know? you were already fed up with him. Like, I was. I
1: remember telling Justin, I was like, "I don't want to play this show." I was like, "This guy is the worst person." Like, well, yeah, uh, and then uh,
0: yeah. then he got divorced because he punched his wife, who yeah. was like 110 pounds, and he was like At 250. Miss. Yeah. That's so. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's that, and then, oh, uh, the last I heard from my guess is he started drinking a lot, and went to a party, and some like UFC fighter broke his jaw.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. Well, he has also had another party, and one of our friends, or two of our friends, uh, beat the shit out of him because he pulled a knife on one of them.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I won't
0: say who because I don't want to incriminate no, anybody. Matter.
1: Actually, I have one more story that's worth telling real quick. Don't use my call. I'll probably get killed here. <laughs> we won't, I promise. Yeah, we're not going to. Um, The best show I've ever played, and Justin got to be there, I'll tell you right now, was a thing called Hellfest. Hellfest, there's a real yeah. Hellfest in like Connecticut. It wasn't yeah. this. This was um, our friend John, who Justin has a podcast with sometimes, that used to be in a band with me called Black Tide Bombers that plays in the means, knew these people, and they threw this huge house party. Oh, man. And. I want to get to a few more questions and talk a lot of time, but I want to give the abbreviated version. Is A, they had a bonfire, but this wasn't a bonfire because it was the size of my house.
0: B, they had a cannon that they were shooting off. A
1: cannon. They had a cannon
0: to shoot like off. Like an old-timey cannon. Not like a p- potato gun or something like that. It was a real. fucking cannon.
1: No one knows who the guy was that had it, but he was about 70. hmm And he was with a 15 or 16-year-old girl yep. shooting this cannon. Am yep. I lying? No. At all. No. Nothing. Then... I found a sword in the woods. Do yep. you remember? Mm-hmm. I still have it. It's actually in my backyard at my house right now. I was working out today and I looked at it, noticed it, and I was actually want to tell the story. Yeah. And D, for people who don't know, we should put a link. Me and my friend Dusty used to do a band called Big Squirrel. Yeah. We got the name because there's a flea market around here called Trader's World, and Dusty and I were there one time. And there was this guy, yeah, <laughs> that sold squirrels. Literally selling squirrels, But like out of his backyard. Like and they, they were, were in an aquarium. They were in an aquarium tank. And one day, this guy's talking to him with his daughter, and he goes, "Well, how do you pick him up?" He goes, "I can't. They're too fast." But then <laughs> he picked them up, and he said, "By the squirrel handle." Yeah, which was the tail. And they liked that. And they didn't like it. I'll no, tell you, it, it was hated screaming. It. And it was screaming. Something. It hated it. So we started being called Big Squirrel, and this was a different era. The language might have been a little bit more intolerable to what the PC kids like now. Yeah, but it was a redneck rock band, and all the songs were about fucking and going mudding and, and almost all
0: the songs were about 20 seconds long.
1: Yeah. So uh, Justin can post one. Uh, we still, our MySpace is still up. Yeah. But I'll tell you, and this shouldn't be funny, but just due the circumstance of this bonfire that I must burn a house down, a 70-year-old man with a 15-year-old girl mm. shooting off a cannon, I found a sword in the woods. And Big Squirrel played one show ever, and it was that night. And we actually put a full band together of three guitar players, two bass players, a drummer, and me and Dusty singing Mm -hmm. these songs. And the songs were like, We're going mud, so hop on in! (laughs) Like that and stuff. So lo and behold, we play this one show at that place of all places. And as we're playing, a man gets stabbed. Yeah.
0: And uh, ends up, I think he ends up in a coma. I don't remember if he died or not. He didn't die.
1: And here's two fucked up things, is A, the only time Big Squirrel ever played a show, someone got stabbed. Mm -hmm. And B, it was probably almost our friend Jeff, who almost actually stopped the guy, because he was being an asshole, because this guy was pushing people around and stuff, and our friend Jeff was going to say something to him, and we actually told him not to bother. And then literally about a minute later, somebody actually did that, and the guy stabbed stabbed, him. And that could have been Jeff, which is terrifying. Yeah, it's really weird. But, uh... So Big Squirrel played one show, and we've never played a show since because we think it's probably a bad idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, that's...
0: That's just the thing that happened. That's
1: what it is. Someone got stabbed. Um, oh, my gosh.
0: Let me see.
1: So let's go to more questions. I got a couple, too. I mean, you know, how much time do you have?
0: About ten minutes. So All right. we can always just wrap up if you want. No, no, no. I let's minute, keep going. This, this guy... We got ten hey, minutes. Hey, guys. I just wanted to uh, just, like... Big Buddies and Little Buddies, is there any chance of being uh, Big Snackers and Little Snackers?
1: What the fuck does that mean?
0: I mean, does he want us to, like, read to him? You want a bedtime story? I'll, I'll give you one. I think we just gave him a bunch. But, uh, sure. I mean, I guess.
1: Yeah, we can do that, I guess. I, I don't really know what that means, to be honest.
0: Um, let's see. What else?
1: I also have a few questions.
0: Um... Our friend Jerry wrote in to tell us that he he did have a big buddies, little buddies thing.
1: See, Justin, it's not that
0: weird. His was for kids who were they knew were going to have a hard time making friends after elementary school. So you, you were paired with a fourth or fifth grader.
1: Oh, poor Jerry. Jerry, we're your friend.
0: Yeah. But, you know, if that's what they were doing, then what does it say about you?
1: No, mine wasn't like that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I was super popular in high school. You know that. I know you were. I banged all day. <laughs> yeah, you listen to that song by uh, Breathe Carolina. Bang it <laughs> out. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh.
0: But, yeah. So, Jerry, thanks thanks a lot for taking Ryan's side on this, apparently. Yeah, everybody. thank you. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, the guy who, who told us about Shawshank Redeemed wrote <laughs> in and said that he appreciated the shit talk and that in Carlsbad... They have this thing that life's rad in Carlsbad. And apparently it's full of just a bunch of hippies and assholes and stuff like that. And they all have those, that sticker on their car. And he says he despises beach culture and all the entitled, life-loving dingus wads. Which
1: I despise you saying dingus wads. Yeah, that I despise it so.
0: as well, but I, I despise what you said about a sticker that says that Yeah, I
1: agree with that. I'll, I'll take your side
0: with that. Um, one. Yeah. Um... I'm from the UK, and we had a mentoring system at secondary school, which is high school, which was basically big buddies. They teach us how to fit in and not do drugs or kill ourselves. My question is uh, What the fuck
1: uh, is going on in the UK? I know. What fourth <laughs> graders, like, you <laughs> oh, know what? too out. much. Yeah,
0: <laughs> It must be stressful over there. I
1: guess. Probably because you don't have any fucking ice. We'll get to yeah, that in a second. <laughs>
0: um, my question is how you both write your material. I'm trying to break into writing, but I have no idea where to start. Love the show. Thanks, Will. And he said, "I just heard the podcast, I guess last week, I guess last week's episode, or whatever. So I guess my question is aimed more at Justin with comedy writing instead of Ryan's music. Yeah, fuck you, Ryan. See I
1: write my music because I don't
0: well, I don't. you did last week though you did I? Told, yeah, because somebody asked about how you write your songs or whatever uh, well, no,
1: I think it is interesting. I'd much rather hear what you say because comedy is such a different beast, and I can tell you right now. That I've played festivals in front of ten thousand people, and I would not get on stage a do comedy well it terrifies me i don't uh, how, t- tell me
0: about it um well, honestly, like writing comedy isn't really that difficult if you're funny and don't go by like your friends think you're funny, like I know if you have done that yeah, if you honestly are funny and you fucking know it' because everybody knows that they're funny or not I don't want I hate when people say like. What did I just really didn't know? I just thought I'd give it a
1: shot and it's like no You, you know fucking just was knew. Like the few guys who were at a football game made their friends laugh and we're like, Oh, okay, I oh, can do this no, in front of no, the stage. I've
0: I've met plenty of them. Yeah. Um, but you like comedy itself is more about repetition, just I mean it, just like music. Like you wanna be on stage as much as possible, you wanna get out there as much as possible because the more you do it, the faster you'll get at it and the better ideas you'll have. When you first start, like somebody's gonna give you two minutes to be on stage and you'll think you've written, like, 20 minutes of stuff, and you'll go through that in about 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. So you... the best thing you can do, as far as I'm concerned, is make it a habit. If you want to start writing comedy and stuff like that, make it a habit, first of all, to study other comedy to see how jokes work. Um, I know that seems silly. not no, s- not, not steal somebody's voice, like, the voice they use when they're making jokes, but to figure out how timing works and what jokes are and like how they how they how words fit together to make a joke impactful. Right. Then make yourself sit down every day for at least 10 to 20 minutes no matter what and try and write something. Then as you get better at it, challenge yourself more to like write down an idea and then walk up there and just try and like figure something out while you're on stage, you know. That's like, good advice. It it just it's a process and like but if you're if you start early enough you know like by the time like i imagine this guy's probably in high like maybe just out of high school or something like that if you start early enough like you'd be surprised how fast you'll progress and like if you just make friends and keep doing shows and like you know i mean like people are pretty supportive once you get inside of the scene you're always going to meet assholes doesn't matter. Yeah, There's that, always gonna be somebody who wants who has your fucking number. That's whether or not you're in a band, a comedy, yeah. working an office. Exactly. There's always well, gonna I have, be somebody. I have a question for yeah. you about comedy.
1: Yeah. Is what do you think is like the appropriate time to like? I mean, say you're doing shows. How long do you think you should tell a joke until it's like, okay, that one needs to be retired? Because with Man. bands, it's different. Because you can play a song for years. Oh yeah. Comedy, you can't really do that.
0: Well, that's. What, I think that when you're Starting out, there's always the uh, temptation to keep things longer than you should because you're scared to branch out because you work so hard on this one thing, so you want to, you know, keep it. And but then there's also the temptation to never want to do the same thing twice because you you know you'll get bored of it. Um, I feel like about maybe a year, maybe two years. If you're doing shows regularly, I would definitely say a year. Don't fucking go to one town and then go back to that town the next year and do the same thing because I've seen people do that. I mean, you can doesn't... use some of the same jokes, yeah, right? you but can. it's not the same yeah. set because no. that's just lazy. Yeah, that's lazy. You should always be writing new stuff and generating new material. There's been comedians I've seen come through two or three times and literally do the same set two uh, two or three years in a row, and I'm just like, well, why even bother? Like, what's
1: the I've seen the same thing. I've seen Comedy Central specials. Or somebody has a new stamp set and they tell some of the same jokes, and it's like for something like that, why would you even use one of the same jokes? Yeah, you would. N- I would. That never. makes zero sense yeah. to me. I think it's no. completely stupid. I I try um, my
0: best to always come up with something new every time I go on stage. That way, I have a bunch of shit in the backlog that I can like you know pull out if I need to. Yeah, you should. But and then, yeah,
1: okay. That. makes But sense. I think
0: like you know just I the only thing I can say about that kind of stuff and I feel like it doesn't matter if it's music or this, is if you know you want to do it, and you know that you can be good at it, then do it. I agree. I was going to say, the one bit that... of
1: advice, and I don't care how generic it is or how many people say it, it's so relevant that anyone needs to take the advice yeah. is that if you like writing books, or you like telling stand-up comedy, or you like playing music, yeah. don't ever give a fuck what anyone thinks. Yeah, and, also... and I know it's so generic, but it's so true that... If I gave up after a few bad shows when I was younger, I would never be where I am now. Because you're going to fucking eat shit. Oh, God, constantly. You're going to play shows, and they're going to suck. And I used to get so bummed. Justin and I used to be in a band where the drums were a keyboard. Mm -hmm. We dressed up like Easter bunnies, sent people through tables, and we rapped like the Bloodhound game. Yeah. And it wasn't even serious. And we'd have shows where I just know I didn't play good, and I would just go sit down on the curb, yeah. and I'd be so bummed. Right. And I would even think about giving up, and I'd just be like, I can't do this. And yeah. it's like, how stupid was I? I was like 15, and it was a blast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause do never whatever gonna, you want and just have fun.
0: That's the problem with the, that this kind of thing, and especially performing in any capacity, is that you're going to get to a point where you, you're, there's no safe place because it doesn't matter how big you get or how popular you are. You're always going to have a bad show once in a while or whatever. But the thing that separates people who are successful from people who are not is that they don't let that get to them. And you also have to keep in perspective that you're doing this thing that not very many people do. And if you're good at it and people like it, you'll get to do it more. And you should understand and put in perspective that you're having fun. And that's the most important part of it. Because if you're not having fun anymore, then what the fuck's the point of doing it? You know? No,
1: I absolutely agree. And that's just it. It should always be fun. because, And that's just it. It won't always be fun. No. Because you know what? Some nights suck. And that's fine. Because yeah. life isn't perfect. Yeah. But you're going to realize Nothing you that, do is always going to be fun. And that's all right. Yeah. But
0: But you have to put in perspective that you're probably going to, on average, have more good nights than bad ones. Literally, just love what you do and do what you love. Yeah. Like, literally, that's
1: it. Just be happy.
0: And and never ever ever utter the phrase "fuck the haters" because that means that it you're, means a you're a, person a fucking who, idiot. Yeah, and that means you're a person. Like, there's so many people who say that shit. That means you're a person who thinks about that shit. Yeah, and
1: don't fuck the haters. Ignore the haters. Yeah, that's the difference. Or
0: embrace them because they or can be your they can be your best source of material or uh you know um drive to do something yeah because you know?
1: people telling you that you suck that's good because it makes you want to try harder yeah it also
0: if somebody is telling you that you suck that means that they're thinking about you so you know agreed because if they weren't thinking about you nobody would say anything so you know it's better yeah. to be thought of in a negative so, way than it is not at all. i didn't
1: mean to get into a self-help speech but it's true yeah. like because seriously some people listening to this are maybe successful some people aren't and justin and i to some degrees, are successful, and compared to some people, we're fucking poor. Yeah, exactly. Horror, and we're who nothing. cares? You just do whatever you want, as long as you're not hurting somebody else, and have fun doing it, and make the world a better place. Yeah.
0: And I think that I mean, yeah. honestly, and I'll, I'll put it out there that if anybody ever wants help with a joke or something like that, you can write to me anytime you want to. I don't care. I'll help you. If someone
1: wants help with music or anything, yeah. get hold of me. I like to collaborate. Yeah. I'll make a song with you. So I, there you go. I am not like most people. I don't care. Like I want to make music with everyone. Yeah.
0: I wanna do whatever, man. I don't care. I like to do shit, so
1: I got a question that before we're done I yeah, we have ahead. to answer. It's All right. it's an important one. Alright. It's not important, I just feel like this guy, it's fair. It's good. It's from Alex, Yabara.
0: Who's is do I know that?
1: I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's just a guy. Hey guys, I'm going home from college this weekend to visit my grandma. Recently broke her foot and can't walk. See that sucks. Yeah. She's scooting around on some scooter type thing. I don't know why he said that, because I assume what he means is a scooter. Yeah, but it's you know, a scooter-type uh, thing. She hasn't been able to cook for the last couple of weeks. What should I cook for her? What would you want if you were an old lady with a busted foot on a goofy scooter? Thanks, guys. P.S. Mm. Mall Cop rules, bitches. Oh, didn't see that part before. Mm, fuck you, Alex. No answer. Who? Where? Okay, <sighs> first of all, I want
0: to address something. Where did this Where generation have people? come from? Yeah. like all Paul fucking mall. I mean, look. But you know what, I Alex, like King I'm going to answer you be, yeah.
1: because your grandma broke her foot, and that sucks, and grandmas Ugh. are awesome.
0: Well, the first <sighs> thing you have to consider is, I mean, if you know about what she likes to eat, then I would probably go with something like that, or I would just ask her what her favorite thing is.
1: True, but I'm going to give my opinion. Yeah. I think you should make her chicken fried steak with mashed potatoes. Yeah. I think that sounds delicious. That's a good, yeah. There you go. I always think like Some when green in, beans.
0: When you're sick, maybe like like that, like maybe like grilled cheese and tomato soup. But that's just me.
1: Grilled cheese and tomato soup is never a bad thing. No. Ever.
0: Oh, also, your uh, grandma's been walking around on her foot like that for years, so she fucking deserves it because I'm a straight-edge hardcore guy. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right, exactly. So there's that. No, also, no, also, I, that's sad that she... Can uh, I
1: tell the weirdest story? Okay, I know you don't like um, Tom and Chi.
0: Yeah, I'm not like a I huge do, man. though, yeah. and
1: it's a grilled cheese place around here. And what's strange to me about it is that... I think it's delicious, but it's just grilled cheese and tomato soup. That's it. Mm. And they also have Matt... Our friend Matt um, from California, who lives in L.A. and has every food choice in the world, actually had the dessert donut there and said it was one of the best things he's ever had, which it is a Krispy Kreme fresh glazed donut cut in half grilled with ricotta cheese, uh, marshmallows, and chocolate, and graham crackers. And it's amazing. Mm. But mostly it's just... They have like a grilled cheese double-decker with two different types of cheese, bacon, and barbecue chips on it, and it's amazing. The weird thing about the place to me, though, is that their grilled cheeses are so good, but their tomato soup sucks. And it's weird because how can you make bad tomato soup? I don't know. You can go get Campbell's from the store, and it's delicious. Yeah. It's such a normal, easy thing to make. Yeah. So it's so strange to me that they make these deluxe gourmet grilled cheeses that I think are really good. But their tomato soup is bad, and that confuses the shit out of me.
0: Well, in my estimation, everything they serve is bad, so I can't really give you a good opinion on that. But I really don't know how you fuck up tomato soup. It's not very hard to do. Are you shitting yourself right now? No, why? I don't know. You just leaned your body weird and closed one eye. I was peering at you. What are you wearing, by the way? I just now noticed your fucking shorts. What do you mean? I just don't understand. Are you turning into a person that wears swim trunks all the time? I am
1: looking good, feeling good. But you wear swim trunks all the time. These are not swim trunks. Okay, first of all, these are the new Michael Jordan basketball shorts for 2014. They look like swim trunks. They have six colors. Most of them look like four Loco cans. I got all six of them, and I like them. They're comfortable. Are any of them fake? I'm looking good, feeling good. My name's Stephen Case. I have seven watches. None of them are fake. Um. Man, we have so much more to talk about, I guess, next week. Yeah. And actually, Cool it, ID from Das Racist I was supposed to talk today, but we didn't have time. I just talked to him. So who are be going to next week? But the good thing is, if you like Das Racist or any of his solo stuff, next week we're going to be doing an interview with him. So if you have questions, submit yeah. them to the Tumblr, yeah. to Justin.
0: Or just email you or Or either one. Twitter and if you have any questions tweeted.
1: for Cool ID, I can't guarantee he'll answer any of them realistically or non-sarcastically. Yeah. No, not at all. I don't know what he's going to say. But we're humbled and to please, have them.
0: Please, please don't ask any stupid Pizza Hut and Taco Bell questions. Please because I know that bullshit. I'm yeah. not. I won't even ask
1: them. No. So we're honored to have Cool ID next week, which is probably one of the biggest guests we've had. Yeah. And we have a few other guests that are coming up that we're insanely excited about. Mm-hmm. So thank you for helping us be able to get all this. It means the world. What we do need, and I don't want to be the guy that begs ever, but to get us even higher in the charts is we need rate we need ratings, star ratings on iTunes.
0: Yeah, please. Please and you tell know, your friends to listen word, and yeah.
1: Tweet, Facebook and just tell people to rate us on iTunes because it helps so much and we want to be able to keep on doing this to the point where we can we honestly we talked about it earlier today we'd like to be able to do it multiple times a week. Yeah. But right now it's just not feasible what no. we want to. So thank you so much for helping us get as many downloads as we have. It's insane. And I'm not usually like serious, but I'm it's humbling because Justin and I have like been best friends for like 15 years and we get to just talk Mm -hmm. and everyone that knows us said they feel like they're just in the room hanging out with us and that's awesome yeah so thank you and you're all racist yeah and (laughs) we'll be back here next Monday uh, with cool AD and a few other surprises and we'll uh we'll chat so submit questions we love them and please please rate us on iTunes tell your friends put it on Tumblr whatever you need to do and it means the world Yes, please do. So, uh peace out, dogs. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll see see you later. Right, bye. bye.